0: And we're live. Welcome back for Filmsakers to the For Film's Sake podcast. I'm Brian and uh, this is Chris. Yes, yes, we're back and we are back to talk about movies and whatever the hell we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we don't have like I keep saying that as if that's our intro, mm. but we don't really have like a verbal intro.
1: No, it's whatever we decide to say.
0: So every day when I start the podcast, I literally have no idea what I'm saying yeah. unless it comes out of my mouth. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to bite me in the ass one time. Uh, screw that. Who it's going to like, <laughs> I'm going to start an intro and I'm going to say like, hi, welcome to the For Film Sake podcast where I masturbated to recently. <laughs> you know, that doesn't
1: sound like a bad intro to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, whatever. Anyways, welcome back to the For Film Sake podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about Westerns. Yo, episode 10. Episode 10. Yeah. What the fuck is up with that? Yes.
1: There? Episode like, 10.
0: It doesn't sound impressive to mm. anyone that doesn't realize that this is a weekly podcast. Yeah. Which means that we've been at this for one fifth of a year. Yeah. Which is fucking bananas. Sure. It's yeah, ten it weeks. It's fucking bananas mm-hmm. that we've kept it up this long. Yeah. Uh, and I'm and I'm super excited. I mean, I think we, I think we got a good thing going. Yeah, we do. It's going we do. pretty well. We do. So uh, episode ten. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen we're up to 160 listens on soundcloud
1: see see the thing like the people that are listening right now y'all can be the hipsters of it y'all y'all were here at the beginning so whenever people start to listen at a more dramatic rate then y'all can jump off the bandwagon at that point
0: (laughs) 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 fuck those guys i knew them before they were cool exactly yeah i feel like like if we ever get to that point i feel like that's going to be most of our classmates at the school yeah oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) because i it's interesting at the school people that don't know me come up Mm -hmm. me and go like hey how's the podcast going
1: yeah
0: yeah i was like how the fuck is this happening i have no Mm -hmm. idea and then i realized that i have you on the podcast too Mm -hmm. which means that every chance because you're a more social person than i am
1: it's got double exposure yeah with both of us yeah
0: uh, and 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 it's kind of insane that i get approached by people that have no idea yeah. who we are so like hey you have a podcast how's it going i'm like how the fuck do you know
1: the the only the only thing that's odd to me sometimes is um when i bring up the podcast and then someone says oh yeah i've heard it and then i ask them what episode <laughs> and then i have to think about everything i said on the episode to yeah. know exactly what they know of me <laughs> you know so far you, you know
0: you're never gonna like no. the more episodes that you do the mm-hmm. harder that should get. yes i did youtube for a little while mm-hmm. and everyone every time someone referenced an episode yeah i was like right, listen dude i have Nope, no, no idea. I, I have no fucking idea. Yes, I could have said that like Jesus was gay. I <laughs> wouldn't remember, <And> I... <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. Yep. Which,
1: <laughs> so so I guess we're saying we're at episode ten. We're no longer responsible for what we're gonna say.
0: <laughs> yeah, episode ten. Uh, the the earlier like seven weeks, the first seven weeks, mm-hmm. we have no fucking idea what happened, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you're gonna have to remind us. <laughs> oh yeah. <All laughs> so um, what have you been up to, man? We have a, like this is like our free week of school. Technically, our spring break. Mm-hmm. What have we been up to?
1: Um, me, I've been working my ass off, like just trying to, like, like I was telling you, cleanse the the poor off of me. Like I'm just been so broke, you know, since I've decided to go back to school. And I mean, not not uh, like intellectually broke, like I'm I'm fulfilling that side, but monetarily <laughs> broke. Like I just can't afford shit. <laughs> it, it
0: sucks. It's an awful feeling to like be able to like, oh man, that taco looks really good. Yeah. Guess I'm eating at home tonight. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, know, it's so a harsh feeling.
1: <laughs> so just trying to work as many hours as I can that I don't have school this week. Um, on top of that, just trying to do my extracurricular stuff. I was um I was writing a script called Paranoid. Oh yeah, and uh, how's I how's that to, going? I, it's going really well now. I think I'll be done with next week, hopefully. Oh really? Yeah,
0: that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I will. I, I really want to read that one as soon as you're done. Send nice. that to me. Nice, nice. Uh. Um.
1: Besides that, I found a new show called You, Me, and the Apocalypse. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's so sounds good. Sounds really funny. It's
1: so good. It has uh Jenna Fisher uh from The Office. Huh. She she's the one that uh I can't even think of her name on that show now, but she was dating Jim. She she's
0: Pam. Pam, Pam.
1: there we go. Yeah, Pam. Pam. She was dating Jim Happert, yeah. She's on there and uh Rob Lowe is on there.
0: Rob Lowe. Rob, Rob Lowe sounds familiar.
1: Rob Lowe was on Parks and Recreation. He was on the West Wing. He shoot.
0: Some other shows. He was
1: on lots of things. Lots of, I mean you, you'll you recognize his face. As soon so you, as I see him. You know Roblo. Some yeah. of those guys. But he uh, he plays a priest on that. And it's it's one of my favorite shows of I mean I've only seen five episodes. Right Is now, it a comedy? So no, it's um uh, more of a drama. Okay. It's um
0: Interesting. The name makes it sound like a fucking comet. It does.
1: You mean the apocalypse? It does. Yeah. You know, but uh what was going on is uh, there's a meteor or a comet or whatever that's coming towards the earth and they've they've done everything they can to try to uh stop it or move it uh, move its uh, collision course. Can't do anything about it. So there's 34 days left before the collision happens and it's just what does humanity turn into from that point? You know, okay. and everybody realizes they're going to die. So it it just goes into human nature. But it's it's really really good. That sounds interesting.
0: I'm it's, probably going to go check it out. It's nice. I, all right. Okay. Well, I had two interesting things happen to me today. Okay. Um, First one, I went to the DMV, right? The, the DMV? Uh, yeah. I went to the DMV. and I. The shithole DMV. Oh, Tell God. me how long you were there. I, here's the thing. I wasn't there that long okay. because there was literally no more room for people to wait. Yeah. So they kicked me out. Mm-hmm. They said that I couldn't come in today to get yeah. my driver's license because they literally couldn't serve any more people. Mm-hmm. So I walked in there. First first of all, no one is happy at the fucking DMV. Not no one's one like no one has a smile on their face. Nope. No one is like even mildly like indifferent. Everyone's mm. annoyed, angry, and are like just wishing they were half dead.
1: Yes, happiness has been banned from the DMV since like nineteen forty. It's like you can't <laughs> do it there. <laughs> it's been deemed illegal.
0: They have a smiley face with a fucking cross on it. Yes. It's like nope. <laughs> uh, so I went to the D M V and and the most interesting thing is I walk in through the door. Mm. And there's there's four people behind me on the line. You go to the desk, and they give you a ticket. Yeah. There's four people behind me on the line. And the guy is kind of like just sitting on the desk. It's a circle, and he's just looking at people. Mm. And I walk in, and I could tell that immediately as I walk in, his face went like, ah, oh, shit, he's going to get angry at me. Mm. I know he's going to get angry at me. Yeah. And I was like, hey, dude, driver's license thing. I got to get it. And he was like, nope, can't do it. Too full. And so... <laughs> That's a that's a graphic, that's a stylus. Yeah, this one out right then, I guess. No. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and I was there and the guy was like, okay, nope, can't do it. So I, I was like, I left. But then as I left, the guy behind me mm. was like, hey, dude, I just need like a copy of my license. I need a duplicate. Mm. I was like, listen, I'm sorry. The girl behind can only do like one specific thing. Mm. And it's not taking a picture of your license yeah. to do another thing. And the guy was like, okay there's more people why can't she just i just need a picture of my license mm-hmm. and she was like listen she's not trained to do that yeah she can't access the codes mm-hmm. i can't do it. and they i was like dude, it's just a picture yeah <laughs> i just need a picture of my license mm-hmm. it's like fucking click boom there's a picture you give it to me that's it yep and the dude was like so patiently going like listen i i know but she doesn't have the codes we're the government we mm-hmm. don't run efficiently yeah i can't fucking help you no and as I'm hearing this, I'm paraphrasing, by the way. No, no, you know no, they said that word for word. That <laughs> yeah, was yeah. verbatim. That was fucking verbatim. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm just kind of standing there just enjoying this conversation because yeah. this guy is getting, like, angrier, mm. and the guy in the counter is getting, like, annoyed at the guy that's getting angry.
1: It, it sounds like this guy's never been to a DMV before.
0: It sounds exactly like that, and <laughs> yeah. it's insane. Like, if you have a license or, mm. like, a permit of any sort, you know, that you go to the DMV, you're going to be there for fucking two hours, mm. and you're going to wish that God came in and fucking shot the goddamn place with mm-hmm. lighting. So you can take a shit on everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, I went to the meet, couldn't get it. Dude got angry. And he just walked away kind of like the way that a kid walks out of, uh, you know, Toys R Us angry when he doesn't get a toy. Oh, yeah. Just fucking like sad and disappointment. And like, I'm going to have to fucking come back here more when God damn it. Yeah. And I know that guy's like drunk right now. Sure. <laughs> he hates himself right now. Mm-hmm. So... DMV is a great place to see people get angry. Yeah, I think it's really fun. If you go out there to people watch, you can get really good angry characters out of people. I
1: mean, you can really see the despair in humanity at the <laughs> DMV. <laughs> like, you could just absolutely see it. You can smell it, like walking into it. <laughs>
0: you know, <laughs> I mean, I, like, they have like in the air vents. They have like a spray that just makes you sad immediately <laughs> as you walk in. Yeah, it's like there's no getting around it. You're gonna be there for. You're gonna be shitty time. Yeah. And uh, But anyway, that was a DMV. And then another thing that's interesting that's never, never happened to me before. Mm-hmm. I, I had a mood swing. What? A mood swing. It, okay. What? <laughs> what? I had a mood swing. A mood, mood swing? No, you're saying it
1: right, but I'm like, yeah. I don't get how. What? I, I, how? I,
0: I, I don't know. I had one, and it's because I get migraines every so often. Mm-hmm. And it's, mood swings are um migraine. They, they're migraine auras. So okay. that means that you get a mood swing. chances are you're going to get a migraine later. Okay. And I didn't realize that. So, like, two hours ago, I was, like, fucking angry. Mm. I was, like, all hell and, like, yeah. about to cry. Mm. And then I took an ibuprofen, and I was fine. Yeah. And everything went away immediately. Yeah. So, I had a mood swing because I'm going to get a migraine in two hours.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's well, probably what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and I've never had a mood swing before. Nope. I, I had no idea how they felt. Mm. And it, it was weird because I was, like, I was fine.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I wasn't fine. Mm. And then I was fine again. Wow. In, like, an hour. Like, all that happened in an hour. You know what's good for that? What?
1: Heroin. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, you won't feel anything ever again. (laughs) Ever again. (laughs) Migraines, happiness, sadness, none
0: of it. You're going to be one shot of error, and you're good, man. Yeah. All you're ever going to do is feel high. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or dead. I mean, which, whichever you feel. But yeah.
0: Yeah. So so that was my day. Yeah. I went to Zimbabwe, and then I got a mood swing, mm. in which I got violently angry at nothing. Mm. I took a pill, and now I'm fine. I mean, yeah,
1: I like, I mean, I feel like anger is, ne- like, it's, it's an emotion. I, I don't want to just block any emotion from myself, you know, whether yeah. it's happiness, letting myself cry to be sad. And if I want to be angry, then I'm going to let myself be yeah. angry.
0: But here's the thing. Mm. I wasn't angry at anything. My brain was just in pain. And it said, oh. I have to be angry at
1: this. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And
0: and it felt weird. Mm. And it felt really, I was aimlessly angry. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Because, yeah. like, I like anger. I like being angry. Mm. So, like, like, this weekend I got really angry at social media. mm and I posted this huge rant about my Facebook.
1: Oh, yes. We didn't even let you guys know. We're reporting live from the most regressive state in the United States, North Carolina.
0: Right. and we Don't recently, come here. Yeah. Don't, if you're in any way gay or like not white, you might want to stay out. Yeah. Uh, but we recently passed the HB2 bill. I mm. think that's what it's called. I believe so. Uh, which is essentially uh, a law that protects people that are discriminating against LGBT members. Mm-hmm. Uh, for discriminating against them, so they can do it without any legal repercussion. yes, and it was also it 's not by as a bill to like prevent transgender people to use the bathroom mm-hmm. that they identify as mm-hmm. uh, for the gender that they identify as, yeah, which first of all is fucked up because there 's like transgender people that obviously look like men, yeah um, that now have to go to the woman 's bathroom, mm-hmm. which means it 's an insecure safe space for them, yep, and an insecure space for the woman that are already in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then they, they try to fucking pull it off with the stain that men are just going to, like, identify as transgender so they can go and sexually assault women. Mm. But I feel like the government doesn't realize that as soon as a woman is actually sexually assaulted, they try to blame everything on the woman rather than the person that did the assaulting.
1: I mean, it's it's the state. The state is just, like, bass backwards. I mean, for everything. Yeah, it's I insane. Mean, look at this right here. All right. In 1920...
0: Did say, wait, did you say bass backwards? bass
1: backwards. yes.
0: <laughs> Good job.
1: And, um... Uh, North Carolina, 1920, August of 26, the 19th Amendment is officially ratified, giving women the right to vote. 51 years later, in 1971, North Carolina finally acknowledges this and lets women vote. What the 51 fuck? 51 years later. What you, the fuck? No, and it's been like that for every single thing. Whether you go to the lottery, whether you go to prohibition, you go to civil rights, you go to the LGBT community, we are late every time it's yeah. like it's so far it's like it's not progressive we're not standing still either we're moving backwards man yeah
0: but but it's 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 fucking fascinating to me mm. in the worst way possible how people can think this kind of this kind of thought yeah and think it's okay mm-hmm. like does it, it, it does it really genuinely bother people that much that gay people want to be having i guess so. like, i
1: guess it does bother them
0: it's fucking insane i don't yeah. know what what the hell and then, like, I, <laughs> like I posted it on my Facebook, like my personal Facebook, mm-hmm. which means that uh, a lot of my friends saw it. Which, gratefully, my friends, most of them, agreed with me. Yeah. And the post got a couple of shares and got like thirty five likes, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But that also means that my family members saw it. <laughs> good, and, and which is good, yeah. Oh. But my family members um, are generally conservative. Mm-hmm. Same, me too. Which is it's uh, it's awkward mm-hmm. when I have to go to family <laughs> dinners. <laughs> After posting shit like that. Mm. Um, Because they look at me and they try to question me on it. And I was like, listen, don't fucking bring it up. Mm. If you're just going to, like, not be cool about it. I
1: mean i'm i would love like the thing the thing is like i'll post stuff like and i not rarely get on facebook or social yeah. media in general anymore because the thing is, is like i have a point of view if you want that point of view from me in real life then come look at me in my eye and then we can go back and forth on it and without arguing about it or raising our voice yeah. you know but that's never what it was that's never what it was it's cause... always
0: ostracizing you and fucking condemning you for not agreeing with them
1: yeah so i mean just because you have your opinion i'm going to listen to your opinion and if you can change my mind i'm open to having my mind changed. yeah but the fact is you know i believe in what i believe in but i can't have a conversation with someone who is in their box and closed-minded and is not open to the op- opportunity of change
0: yeah you no know? it's insane and and that actually happens to people that are i don't want to say the baby boomer generation because there's plenty of the baby boomer generation that are cool and socially open mm-hmm. um but the baby boomer generation essentially yeah um kind of fucked our economy and like we we're kind of the generation that came after them and going like eh. Maybe almost, that
1: didn't work. Almost, I mean, we have the the, the baby boomers and then uh, Generation X, which yeah. is uh, our parents, and then the millennials is us. Exactly, you know. So that's a uh, 1981 through 2002 or something like that. I think so. so. Like I'm a I'm a OG millennial, like <laughs> 1984. <laughs> like I barely got in there.
0: You're like right there at the fucking cusp of like nope. Yep. Um, but I don't know. It's it's so incomprehensibly infuriating. Yes. To like go on your Facebook feed and like have um. You know, because I go to Facebook to, like, talk with friends. That's mm-hmm. really all I use it for because um, all my friends went to different colleges. Mm-hmm. And it's infuriating to, like, be casually browsing your Facebook feed and then find an article by some fucking asshole in the Times New – and uh, What? Times – what's a uh, Times, Charlotte? Charlotte Times? Charlotte oh, the Observer. Charlotte Observer. Uh, by some idiot in the Charlotte Observer, you mm-hmm. know, openly hating against gay people and mm-hmm. insulting – a whole subculture of people, a whole amount of people, Man. and treating them like they're nothing—it's—it's it's mindlessly infuriating.
1: It's like, in that aspect, I feel like we are one step further than we were ten years ago in North Carolina, yeah. because at, at ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it was just the um, the underground. Um, there's still racism, there's still hate, but we're pretending like everything is cool. Yeah, you know, now everything's out in the open. Yeah, now everything... No, we're not pretending like it's cool. No, I, I'm telling you that I don't like this, 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 and this. Yeah. So, I mean, that is a step in the right direction for me, at least that you're not hiding what you are anymore.
0: And and, yeah. and while that at least makes it easier for me to go over and go like, all right, well, fuck that guy. Yep. Uh, it's also really, really disencouraging mm. because as a group of people, we should be looking out for each other. Yeah. I mean, we should... We are pretty much the same, no matter mm-hmm. what religion, race, gender um, gender identity, sexual identity, whatever. we're the same fucking group of people mm-hmm. we are, We live here and we just want to be happy and get a job and like have someone we can like bang every so often, yeah. get a dog or a cat. And then call it, do that for 50 years and then call it a fucking life. I mean, there's
1: there's only two kind of people now that I've just, I've separated everyone out now. Everyone out to two kinds of people. The people either you believe in love or you do not. Yeah. The one or the other. Do you believe in love for all people? Do you be, believe in equality? That is love. Do you believe in, you know, it's like either either you believe in love of people or you don't. You yeah. know, as simple as that for me now. You know, not, not do you believe in God, not do what religion do you believe in. I don't care about any of that. Do you believe in love for people
0: or don't you? Yeah, do you believe in not being a dick mm. or are you going to be a dick about things? Mm. Uh, that's, that's how I've, I've come to separate people too. Yeah. And, that's, and that makes me angry because I shouldn't have to be able to do that. I shouldn't be able to do that. I yeah. should be able to look at someone and look at all their experiences and say, all right, well, that guy's died because of that. But now all I see when I look at people... Are like, all right. That guy might be racist, mm. might be homophobic. Mm. He might not appreciate like a good dick joke, and yeah. and you know, it, it's it's infuriating. Because yeah. my social, how to say, my social interactions are now no longer. Well, maybe that person's cool. It's like, all right. Well, I hope that person isn't a dick. Yeah. That's what yeah. my interactions have turned into. And it's fucking infuriating.
1: And I mean, I was I was born and raised, I was born in Charlotte Presbyterian Hospital up the road. I mean, and it's, it's sad for me to have to speak negatively about the place that yeah. I'm from. You know? I mean, we were, 2017, we were on pace to have the uh, the All-Star Game. The NBA All-Star Game was on. That's just said, gone now. I mean, they, they're in the talks of it being gone, and yeah. I hope it's gone. Because we don't deserve to have an NBA All-Star Game when we're openly discriminating against a whole group of people. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I I'll I moved from California when I was in the military to Atlanta. Atlanta, you know back to charlotte and when i first got here it felt so aggressive that i just didn't like it but over the past year or so i felt we were heading in the right direction you know as far as becoming a bigger city becoming more open-minded and things are really happening we, we got the google fiber we got the CIAA tournament we got the uh the, the nba the nba uh also game it was so many things happening and now we're just taking 12 steps back get rid of all of that nobody wants to bring money into a state that a hateful state yeah you know We're not, the NBA is not going to send hundreds of millions of dollars into Charlotte where we're openly discriminating against people, and they shouldn't.
0: No, no, they shouldn't. I'm totally in agreement with them not doing that. I'm totally in agreement with, like, just people going like, "All right, North Carolina, I think we're good for a bit. I yeah. can fix your shit, and yes. then we'll give you money." Yeah, I think that we need that, mm-hmm. and and every, and every corporation that that has done anything that had a deal with Charlotte mm-hmm. and going like, "All right, fuck you now." Yeah, um, I'm totally behind the decision. Same. I, I mean, it's just mindless. It's just infuriating. Yeah. that we're in this position as a state, mm-hmm. because as a country, we're doing fairly okay.
1: Yeah, we're doing better than no
0: gay family. marriage mm-hmm. has been like legalized everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are starting to just kind of, like, accept. It's like, all right, listen, they're here. Mm. We're, we're cool. Now we're just waiting for the people that believe that they don't deserve happiness to, like, die out.
1: You know you know what it's like? like I'm, I'm, I'm comparing, like, uh, the state of North Carolina to the DMV. So you get there, and I'm the black guy, and I, I pull my ticket, and I want my rights, and I have to sit there and wait for 50 years. And then the gay, per- the gay person behind me, he's sitting there. And I'm like, yo, bro, I've been here for 50 years. You got to wait in line. Like, it took me 40 years to get to the front of this line, bro. <laughs> you know, that's how North, North Carolina is operating like the DMV. We don't have any more rights to give away. We don't have any more rights. No, <laughs> we're, we're, out rights. we're out of rights, we've out of rights we've we've given all the rights away you seen we gave the women rights we We gave the black people rights, so we're out of rights for the next forty years. so and maybe like, come back. Uh, what kind of it, shit.
0: It's so awful, and I know we I know we're like going overly political and talking about this shit a lot, but it needs to be talked. Yes, about. this is happening in the state that we're living
1: in, yeah,
0: <laughs> you know people need to do this, and I'm not afraid to like go over time. And spend twenty minutes talking about something that's this important yes it is it it matters, and if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, which mm. a lot of our listeners are yeah um there's gonna they're talking about doing a I think a rally near November, mm. meeting up with political leaders and like protesting and shit against this new bill um to stop this plea and discrimination mm. uh I don't know the exact information, but Google it. Mm. There's people that are doing taking a political stance, and we should join them. I'm going to be joining them.
1: Same. I will too. Uh,
0: they're, going to, they're going to do rallies, and they're going to vote against it, and they're going to talk with the councils nice. um, to to try to get this out of the state because mm. it's, it's a bullshit law. Yeah. And uh, so if you're in Charlotte or North Carolina, for that fucking matter, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not just Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, read up on it. Seriously, mm. read up on it. If you're in any way like a friend of the LGBT community, mm which many of us are, Yes. Um, read up about it and talk about it and, and be angry about it. Genuinely be angry about it because this isn't a time where political discourse is calm anymore. I think now that you have, you have to be angry. You know what's what's so what's so fucked up now is like when you're saying if you're,
1: you know, supporting the LGBT community, mm-hmm. but why are they even separated and segregated from the human community? Yeah, no, I feel
0: you. No, you, yeah. you know,
1: it's like that it's ridiculous that we're still separating. Do you support Hispanics? Do you support blacks? Do you support gay? Support people. Exactly. Support human beings. You know, it, it is ridiculous. Well, I don't know if these human beings actually deserve oh, cool. rights. But you maybe know?
0: these ones do. These, these
1: do, <laughs> but not those.
0: Like, what kind of... Sh- what is this? It's it's stupid. It's blatantly <laughs> stupid. Um, but yeah, the only reason I mentioned the LGBT community is because those are ones directly affected. By no, it us. is. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, but, you know, if you see someone being racist, mm. call them a racist asshole. Mm. If you see someone being homophobic, tell them that's not cool. It's not. If you see a dude assaulting a woman kind of like, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You're being a dick. Yeah. Do those things. Yeah. You know, look out for your fellow human being. And every time that you see a law like the HB2, whatever the fuck mm. bill which is just the worst. Yeah. Just um act 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 out about it. Be yeah. be angry about it. Be act be angry about injustice and be angry about unfairness to people.
1: And, and do it in a in a civil way. Yeah. You know, because uh there was a guy if you heard a podcast 3 or 4 weeks ago there was a guy they were pranking this uh, a student and uh, they were saying that they were voting for um for Donald, Donald Trump, Trump you know and the guy was like I'll kick your fucking ass yeah, yeah and that's not the way to go about it you know you are allowed to have a different opinion yeah. you know but discrimination is something completely different but but still don't don't go at it in, a, in an aggressive violent manner yeah
0: be, be legally angry yeah like we're not <laughs> you're, you're,
1: you're no better than the uh, the other person if you're taking it to a level of violence yeah. you know
0: Anyway, closing words on that is like, don't be a dick.
1: Yeah. Just
0: don't don't do it. Yeah. I mean, we're we we've been here for a while mm-hmm. as people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've been through some shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's uh let's just, let's just work it out, man. Let's just talk about it like people, mm-hmm. and be nice to each other, mm-hmm. and don't post shit on social media that openly insults half of your friend list. <laughs> let's just say it like that. Yeah. Uh, and and and. One last message to everyone that's against the LGBTQ movement. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know who's part of that community. You mm-hmm. don't know what persons are, what people are going through. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know if, if you have a gay friend that's about to kill himself because mm-hmm. his parents don't accept him. Mm-hmm. And then you post that one thing that says that gay people are inhuman. Yeah. And that takes them over the edge. And suddenly you got one more suicide in the statistic. Mm-hmm don't be that guy like openly disagree with us but keep it civil don't insult anyone's humanity and don't reject anyone for who they are yeah because you don't know who's in a bad enough spot to take a knife and stick it in the wrist yeah so don't do that shit
1: i mean you said it best don't be a dick
0: yeah just don't don't be a dick that's what it comes to but anyway um we're gonna take a little break right now and then we're gonna talk about westerns
1: we'll take a breather
0: (laughs) yeah this got a little heavy yeah, um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna take a breather. We're gonna talk about westerns. Mm. Enjoy the little musical thing that we do. Yes, yes. And we'll be back. Cheers.
1: In the sync to Backstreet Boys, like we went all the way in.
0: <laughs> David Hasselhoff has music albums. I I didn't know it. I genuinely I, didn't know it. Yeah, what, he's what?
1: he's like a really big rock star in Germany. Well, he was, but <laughs> yeah. This dude is like, he's known more for his music in Germany than he is for his acting in America.
0: Huh. Yeah. Are they, is he German? He's from Germany. Does he speak German? Hasselhoff? Yeah. I know the name is German. <laughs> I, I believe he speaks German. Yeah, I, I, I believe he does. Look at you David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Be a German star. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, everyone thought you were all chest tearing pecs. Yeah. Now he can actually sing. That's funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's to be debated, but I mean he he does think. <laughs> <laughs> he he sings. Yeah.
0: Ah uh, shit. Uh. Anyway, ten seconds of silence.
1: Mm.
0: No, no, ten seconds. Fuck that. We're starting. That's what I'm saying. Fuck the ten seconds. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh. What the fuck? We're talking about westerns. Sorry, yeah. I'm still a little like fucking shook up over the intro thing, mm. and I'm confused. Mm. We're gonna talk about westerns. today. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Which
0: is a super fun genre mm. and a little bit of a dead one, really. Uh, at least in modern times, I think, mm. and I, I didn't really know anything about westerns. I still don't really know a lot about them. Mm. I just find them. I just find the language of westerns interesting. Okay, and I'm not a huge fan of westerns. I don't like them too much.
1: The old westerns or modern westerns?
0: Uh, well, it depends because, like, the only person really doing modern westerns right now is Tarantino and Coen Brothers. Coen Brothers? They did a western. No Country for Old Men. Oh, shit, that's right. No Country for Old Men. Yeah. I still haven't seen that movie. Oh, so really I haven't good. seen it. Yeah. Um, but really like modern westerns are a little bit of a i feel like they're they're an echo of what a western wanted to be when they were really popular mm. not exactly what they were when they were popular yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I i like i i watch a couple of classic westerns i watched uh magnificent seven mm. and i started watching true grid
1: magnificent Seven. Oh, okay, no 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 I'll, i'm thinking about the damn adam sadler ridiculous you're something. ridiculous eight That's okay so not me. that yeah not that one.
0: <laughs> No, I'm I'm talking about it was it was a really good movie. I mm. think it was done in nineteen eighty eight okay. maybe. Uh Magnificent Seven. I don't know any of the actors' name. Mm. I don't know the director's name. Okay. I just kinda watched it. Yeah. But it's a it's a remake essentially of a Japanese story of the same thing where it's like a village of peasants and farmers are getting attacked by this general bully. Mm. Um that's coming in, stealing their food, stealing their woman, and then leaving them with very little to live. And the town gets tired of this guy's bullshit, and goes like, all right, we need to hire people that know how to deal with this. Mm. They go into town, they hire um, seven gunmen, essentially, okay. uh, that come to their village, list with them for six weeks, and teach them how to fight and whatever, so they can stand against uh, the bad guy.
1: They needed seven people for this one bad guy?
0: It was, it was a group. It was one bad guy leading, like, 40 people. Okay. Uh, uh, and so that's pretty much what the plot is. It's, it's a very simple plot for The Magnificent Seven. Mm. Uh, Mexican Village gets tormented by a group of gang leaders, essentially. All right. And they're like, all right, we need to fight. They go into town, hire seven people. The people help them teach them how to fight and force mm. the town, live with them for six months, and then they, they, they help fight off the bad guys, per se. Okay. All right. And I, I, the guy that recommended it to me, Andrew, mm. um, said that it was essentially a remake, a reimagining of an old Japanese movie. Mm. That had essentially the same plot. Okay. So I, I haven't seen the original Japanese movie, but I thought it was interesting that they took a Japanese concept and then made it a Western. A Western,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I wanted to see how that translated. And mm. while the movie was really, really, really good, mm. and I really liked it, mm. uh, you can see that it's dated. And you can see mm. why the genre of Westerns mm. died out.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, and I think it has something to do with the language that Westerns speak. Mm. And it's because Westerns are, they're supposed to be really fun but they all have this sort of overempowering theme of like masculinity Definitely. and like, you know, I'm a man and I can mm-hmm. shoot a gun and yeah. you, you're a farmer and I'm a peasant and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I drink hard whiskey and fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's... <laughs> I'll, I'll roll my own cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> yeah.
0: Pretty much. And, and, and it's sort of that language that was really popular when Westerns were really popular, you know, from the 60s to sort of the, the 80s, early 90s. Mm. Um, because that's what movies were. Really, to a piece of main audience, mm. and like I feel like people would live up to the fantasies of being the the main bad guy in a situation or the hero of the situation. Yeah. By westerns and westerns are a lot of uh, revenge stories, or, yeah, a lot of stories yeah. or a lot of redemption stories, or a lot of there are a lot of uh, you know how do you say it? rising underdogs rising okay. to power mm-hmm. kind of stories, which oddly enough, it's a lot of the the old Japanese themes too. Yeah. Uh, you know, samurai themes, ninjas, all this kind of themes and fiction that arise in Japanese filmmaking mm-hmm. are making their way back into Western filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, sometimes in direct translations like The, Magnific- the Magnificent Seven, mm-hmm. because that that's what power, that's the power that they wanted to translate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting, but I don't think the movies are generally well done.
1: I mean, you hit on something early on with the um, the masculinity of those main characters in the westerns. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm, when I'm looking at the older westerns, I don't really see much character depth in in those characters. You know, because you have to hold that that masculine front. I'm the man. I'm the alpha male. You know, persona. Mm-hmm. You know, so you really don't get the depth that you see in uh, in male characters nowadays.
0: And and that's also a symptom of just like the '60s through mm-hmm. the '90s. A lot of yeah. films have that character. Even films like Total Recall mm-hmm. and the. Uh, the one Demolition Man with yep. uh, Sylvester Stallone mm. and Wesley Snipes, mm. even all of those movies like from the sixties and nineties, all the main characters were Super that alpha. manly manly man. Yep. And um,
1: and Burt Reynolds and you know <laughs> just, just Superman. I'm the man.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I I think that westerns are really the essential, the quintessential manly man movie. Because mm. uh, most of the time there's just one guy going like, I don't oh. want to go up the hill. I'm gonna get shot. And I, like I one know. guy kicks out of the fucking door. Sorry. Oh, were, were you?
1: Man, 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 manly man, 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 man. <laughs> uh, I just kept hearing after you say the manly man, like I'm gonna have to do this now.
0: <laughs> man, 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 manly man. Okay, I don't know. okay, cool. we're done. Uh, but I, I, I think that the, the, the sort of the interesting part about westerns isn't mm-hmm. the stories that the western are telling. Mm-hmm. It isn't the way that they're telling them. Yeah. It's the language that they use to tell these stories. Okay. It's very simply shot. Mm-hmm. Um, There's no real big set pieces Mm. uh, from what I've seen from Westerns. The modern ones are a little bit different, admittedly, but the Mm. classic ones, the patterns that I've seen between the few ones that I've seen is like everything's shot on white Mm. and everything's shot slightly below the thigh. Mm. Conversations are shot in in sort of ensemble shots. They're Mm. not shot, reaction shot, reaction shot. Mm. They're always shot in sort of, there's at least two characters per shot talking They don't look each other in the eye. Your characters Mm. are mysterious and broody, Mm -hmm. and they like regret being the killer with a gun. But uh, this is all like no, yeah, kind of characters, and I think it's interesting. I'm just not a huge fan.
1: I mean, there's some. The I wrote down three that I'm a fan of. You know, from westerns. Actually, I wrote down a few because what my initially when we were going to do a Westerns episode, I'm like, I can't think of any Westerns off the top of my head that I've seen. Yeah. So I was just going to troll the subject completely of movies <laughs> that are Westerns, but not really respectable, you know, so I'm going to throw those out there now. Uh, The Wild Wild West. With Will Smith, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's a western, but
0: that is a western indeed, not but, a good one,
1: not a good one. all. <laughs> oh, you know, but it's it's one of those things. It's like I, it's so bad that I'll watch it anyway. Fucking you know? The
0: Lone Ranger, that's another
1: western. Lone Ranger, yeah, hell yeah.
0: No, nah, it was good. It was yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, the um, Back to the Future Three, western.
0: <laughs> forgot about that yes <laughs> you know
1: so when, in, instead of going into depth about, uh, about those movies I'll actually pick movies that are actually very very good and critically acclaimed that are modern westerns yep you know uh, the one I brought up earlier was No Country for Old Men
0: I know it's a fantastic movie mm. I haven't seen it yeah. is that the one with the briefcase full of money and like Sam Rockwell with the said Sam Rockwell mm.
1: this, this is the um, 2007 Corn Brothers directed with uh, Javier Bardem and Tommy Lee Jones
0: that's right I'm thinking of There Will Be Blood He's oh. Talking about non country Old man. Yeah. yeah, there
1: would be buzz, really good. And uh, but yeah, Javier Bordem, Tommy Lee Jones, and Woody harris Harrison.
0: Fun fact Javier Bordem was in the not the last uh James Bond movie, the mm. the other one. Uh, I think it was uh,
1: James Bond Skyfall, though. Skyfall, Skyfall. Okay. He was in
0: Skyfall, mm. really good James Bond bad guy. He was uh, he was in a couple of other movies recently, but he's kind of a chameleon, so people mm. don't really see him. I mean um, he's good he's, he's really good I he, love that
1: guy he played one of the better villains that I've seen it's like when you, when you see him on the, uh, on the post or if you've seen him in the movie he looks very odd and goofy with a weird type of haircut you know someone that's just not social at all you can tell like just doesn't seem like he has friends you know so he's, <laughs> he's going around essentially with like um, like a blowgun you know so I mean it's one of my
0: favorite bad guy weapons ever yeah yeah so, so cool
1: you know so no, no, uh, no bullets at all I mean he's just killing you with pressurized air Yep. You know, so I mean, that's he's 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 badass. He's just going from place to place to place, seeking. uh, I forget what what he's what he's looking for. It doesn't even matter what he's looking for. He wants it back, and he's gonna kill anyone that that gets gets in his his way. way. Yeah.
0: That movie, I haven't seen that movie, but I've seen the characters and I've seen a couple of scenes from that movie. Mm. That movie is essential. It's it's such a good act of suspense. It is. It's really good suspense. Mm -hmm. I would call it a thriller. Mm-hmm. More than I would call, or, call it a, a pure western.
1: It was subgenre into uh, to drama. It was drama. a western drama. I forgot what the other subgenres. Because okay.
0: yeah. that that movie has some really dark undertones, and I really like Hell it. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that's up the the modernization of westerns that mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Because you have a pretty western setting, pretty western concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you modernize it, you get the character that's like genuinely terrifying. Mm-hmm character that has emotions as an actual goal mm. you don't really see that a lot in classic westerns you see Uh, did you see the guy has like one but it's very simplistic goal
1: that's what i thought that uh the villain uh javier bordem represented the old uh westerns where he was just uh the alpha male he didn't really have much depth to his character he was one way but then they brought in tommy lee jones's character who was different from anything i've ever seen in a western because he actually had depth he Mm -hmm. had he was a a police sheriff
0: just to be sure tommy lee jones uh men in black Black. okay Mm -hmm.
1: cool So uh, he has he has actual depth. So I mean, he's he has the uh, the aggressiveness to uh, to be able to think like a killer, mm-hmm. you know. But the heart of a person that doesn't want to kill. Yeah. You know. So that's just not a character that I was used to seeing in westerns, and I'm glad the Corn Brothers brought that character to life. It's really good.
0: So so it looks like from what you're saying, it's like Colonel Country* for old man is a pretty good blend between like what used to make an old western mm-hmm. and what is a new western. Yeah. And they match pretty well.
1: It it is. I mean, it's it's a complete. I mean, because you, the, the the directors doing doing westerns now. Like the Korn Brothers, they did one. Um, Tarantino he does westerns, but it's a different take. You but know? I
0: think Tarantino does a parody on westerns, uh, like a, a satirical western. They're not some westerns. Somewhere, yeah, like, I, I can um, say parody. Yeah, for example, Django and Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was. By it's, any
1: means, a Western. It's listed on the genre as Western. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: it's it's it looks more like a spaghetti Western. Yeah, A, a spaghetti Western, Western that you're not supposed to take seriously. Yeah. You just sort of enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Um, same with... Uh, what was the other one? He did another one. The he late. Yeah. Uh, great That's a, movie. Yeah.
1: Well, it was good enough that we couldn't remember the name. <laughs> 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 you know? That's how good it is.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It really isn't bad. And we, you know, listen to our first episode. We talk about it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, hateful eight another interesting take on westerns Mm -hmm. but again it feels more that was less satirical than django oh yeah but again it feels more like a parody of western elements Mm. uh to sort of highlight comedy or highlight you know a a joke a Mm. visual joke Mm -hmm. instead of being a pure comedy
1: yeah it was just um the the scenery was western but yeah yeah,
0: but yeah so you could have taken out the western out of the movie and it still would have made sense Yep, that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. whereas like magnificent seven uh the good the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. if you take Mm -hmm. the western out of those movies there's really not a movie Mm -mm. um so i think that's what differentiates modern westerns
1: well not all well tarantino's westerns i mean if you take no country for old men out of the western you can still have that movie yeah you know it will be different like or true grit that was my next movie true grit true grit's another western it's a remake of a western and this one's the 2010 version with jeff bridges yep this is another corn brothers movie Really? Yeah, like they they've gone into bringing back westerns, but huh. just not they're not as uh, aggressive and loud about it as Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like they have three westerns they've made and they're all very good. Nice. You know. But uh True Grit uh 2010, the uh, Corn brothers Jeff Bridges, it's a um, Jeff Bridges plays a drunk US marshal. <laughs> of course he plays a drunk US uh, marshal. Of course he does. <laughs> and he uh he teams up with a 14-year-old girl to uh to find the man that killed her father. Huh? you know so they're going from place to place and staking out uh different cabins and trying to find the the guy so i mean it's 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 deep that's pretty cool
0: true grit that's uh that was that was one of the ones in my queue but Mm. i couldn't i didn't get to watch it yeah um but okay so what else is in your list true grit no country for old men there's one more
1: uh true grit no country for old men um i'll come back to true grit because that that's a dope movie yo
0: you can talk about it now yeah
1: yeah true true grit all right, so, um, so Jeff Bridges. So, I mean, you've seen him in uh, Big Lebowski.
0: Yeah, I love Bridges. Yeah. He's one of my favorites.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you can see him in, in the Big Lebowski or Tron and lots of other stuff. This guy has range. This guy has some serious range. Because, I mean, when you watch him as the drunk in True Grit, I mean, he's not the chameleon to where you don't know, you know, whether that's him or not. But when you look at him act you're just like where is he drawing this emotion from yeah you know when i see him because i'm like you made me laugh you can make me cry you can make me stare at this screen in anticipation you know he's he's one of the better actors out there and he seems like a people person you know he He seems like an approachable person that you can actually talk to and have a beer with and that comes that comes across in every movie that he does is his um
0: no matter how dark the character is Mm. i feel like jeff bridges does give that personality to a character
1: it does and it adds into it I mean you can you can feel that rapport of everyone around him in in the movie you know, yep. and that's what really makes this movie is his rapport with that fourteen-year-old girl. This old drunken white guy, uh, killer assassin, you know, with the innocent fourteen-year-old girl, you know, who's just heartbroken from the murder of her de- her father, and then you know that is what triggers this drunk to actually get himself together and have a heart now himself for the well-being of the fourteen-year-old.
0: And that and that's a theme that's very popular mm. in westerns. Mm-hmm. The sort of someone that that's less fortunate than you sort of hits a, hits a chord with the tough guy mm-hmm. and then the tough guy goes like oh fuck shit is going down mm-hmm. that's a very popular theme i feel like in westerns because it, it, it happened in, in magnificent seven yeah uh the main character the guy that they originally hired to get the gunman mm-hmm. um takes this job protecting these villagers for like very little pay mm-hmm. because uh someone tells him oh listen our kids are starving and our mm-hmm. women are scared mm-hmm. and we need help and they goes like. Fuck! All right, I guess I'm doing it. Mm. Uh, and and one of the characters in the movie has a really strong association with the kids in mm. the movie, mm. um, and they all sort of have this parental instinct because they can't really have kids because they're running from the law. Yeah. Um, so I feel like a lot of westerns focus on that theme where the underdog is rescued by the tough bad guy, or the or the underdog sort of um, hits a chord mm. with the main character of the movie that's sort of an alcoholic and getting shit together. Mm-hmm. And and then there's redemption in that, and then there's also a revenge story within that. Yeah. And and it happened in Yango yeah. know, uh, Django and Shane, You know, Django, uh, came to Tim Rotten, not Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Uh, Christopher R- Waltz. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Waltz said, "All right, fuck. I guess I'm gonna help you now." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that leads through the whole movie. So it's a very popular theme in westerns, and I'm glad to see that it's still kind of present. But is what makes a western a western for us apart from the setting? Apart from the setting yeah like Shit. what makes a what makes it a western
1: yeah so you so you're saying, could you record a western inside someone's bedroom no. <laughs> yeah, yeah you I, couldn't i don't I don't believe so um i I don't know I don't yeah, know what what, like, would,
0: what what is it intrinsically about westerns that made them such a popular genre yeah back in back when they were really popular uh so popular in fact that they became sort of a global thing with spaghetti westerns mm-hmm. and american westerns yeah. and and the sort of European versions of westerns mm-hmm. um what made them what they were? I really don't know, because I'm not a huge fan of the genre. Mm. I mean, it's a fun genre to watch, and yeah. and it's a fun genre to see how they were shot, because they were shot very simply. Mm. And the camera didn't move a lot. The, the, the sort of the blocking was simple. Mm. The set pieces even looked kind of cheesy, because they didn't have a lot of technology back then to do yep. amazing set pieces. And they were pretty low-budget movies. I mean, you drag a camera out through the desert, you put up a couple of fake houses, yep. and then you have a Western. Um. So what... You know, what What made them the phenomenon that they were? I don't really know. I'm, I'm thinking now,
1: because to, to think of what they had at the time, they didn't have uh, Superman in color and yeah. Iron Man in color. What they had was cowboys and Indians. Yeah, pretty they, much. They're, they're, I mean, essentially like the red versus blue, the me versus you. And they identified with the cowboys and... They, they needed that hero. They needed Clint Eastwood to be that hero. That is their Superman. <laughs> yeah. Dirty Harry is their Superman. You know they didn't have that that character to look up to. So that's what they had as a hero, as the uh, the big sheriffs in the westerns.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, but that's a fascinating thing culturally to me hmm? because it's not like in the 1960s we were living in the western times. Nope, it's not <laughs> like like we were out in the fucking California Texas desert. Hmm? Uh, shooting up uh, bad guys with contracts. Mm. It's not like we had the need for that. I, I think it's interesting mm. that it manifested in that way.
1: I mean, because at, at that time, I guess everything is stripped down, yeah. so you don't have to worry about the um, uh, distractions of a television, a telephone, um, just any modern distractions whatsoever. So, I mean, it just gets you back down to basic human instincts and human interaction, d- interaction in general. Yeah,
0: that's that's interesting. You know? I I I think there's a social element to westerns that I'm not quite understanding. Mm. Um, but in terms of cinematography, uh, the modern ones were probably way more complicated than the way they were shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Country for Old Manor, I remember the couple scenes that I saw. Mm. I mean, it was it was pretty simply shot, but mm. it still had the sort of the Coen Brothers cinematography, you know, oh, yeah. complicated storytelling through cinematography. Oh, yeah. Um, but old westerns, they didn't concern themselves too much. It looked like that. a lot
1: of coverage shots in, in yeah. westerns. You know, you just get that wide shot, and you get to see the old dusty plane with the, uh, the hay bale rolling around in the wind. You know, lots and lots of wide shots and close ups on the, the cowboy and his guns and drawing. It's just. Eh. It's not bad, you know. It's just it's different. different now. It's a
0: it's a, it, it's uh how do you say it? It's a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Magnificent Seven did an interesting thing. There wasn't really a lot of close ups. Mm. I think the close ups were sort of for like when people died, mm. and like when they were emphasizing uh, someone being good with a gun or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, and the characters were really simple mm. in terms of like what they were. Yeah. They were all pretty. I don't remember the characters that well, uh, which means that they're all pretty forgettable. Sure. But they were noble people that sacrificed themselves for a town for barely no money at all. Yeah. And that makes them heroes, I guess.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, because there, like I said, there was no Superman. It's like the heroes were regular people, yeah. you know, that could protect their family and, and go even further. Protect the family, protect your town, you know, protect, you know, it's just that's what they had.
0: Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I, generally, I, I like the genre mm. and I like what it does. Yeah. And I like the language it speaks, mm. but it, it's a confusing genre for me. I, I don't quite get it. Um, but I'm glad that people are still doing it. Yeah. As, even if it's like on, on a satirical level, sort of like Tarantino does, mm. um, with Yango and and, and and the other fucking movie, Hateful Eight. Yeah, yes. The other <laughs> Sorry, movie. Sorry, man. I mean,
1: uh, this guy, in, uh, I was at work today and the guy said he hadn't seen Hateful Eight yet. And I was like, you want me to run it down for you? He's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, nigger, 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 slap that bitch blood. <laughs> <laughs> That there you go. You just seen the movie.
0: You saw the late Yeah. And, and 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 okay, so let's talk about modern westerns. What mm-hmm. do modern westerns do differently than the old westerns?
1: Um, I didn't really engross myself in the old westerns too much, but from what the ones that I have seen, you're not though you're not getting those steady wide shots all the time okay. of the dusty plane anymore. So I mean Coen brothers are doing it better than I've seen it done from anyone else as far as modern I mean, you're you're integrating some of the more some of the technology now. I didn't see anyone with a cell phone in either of those movies. That's true. You know, but um, in No Country for Old Men, I mean, it was modernized. I mean, people were driving cars. You okay. know, so I mean, it's uh, you know, it's like they they brought it they brought it to the 2000s. So I mean, I can't, I don't know what is different besides the technology.
0: Here's here's what yeah, I think here's what I think is different about westerns because you can have a western mm-hmm. and and be like in 2016, mm-hmm. but. I don't think it has a lot. It has more to do with the setting mm. than the type of story you're telling, mm. um, because I feel like, like if we if we were gonna look up superheroes like like Batman mm. and like Superman mm. and that kind of shit, mm. um, I think we're seeing Western elements in those movies. Definitely, that are sort of like I think that's why Westerns are dying because what we needed Westerns for, we're kind of getting with this lone superhero movies. Yes, we are. Uh, so Batman sort of like a dark, brooding soul. It's like, oh, Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he suddenly, you know, he lost his parents. Mm-hmm. He wanted revenge. He became a vigilante.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a pretty Western theme. He's, Someone sy-
1: that, he's sympathetic and he's the alpha male. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So so I feel like the reason why Westerns are dying and the reason we wouldn't see a lot of them mm-hmm. is because of that. Because we're getting this fulfillment have, for, for sort of heroes. We have heroes. In a different light. Mm-hmm. Now we have... Because we've, we've been through the guns. We've been through war. We don't want that anymore. Yep. Now we want sort of an almighty force that can stop that at its hinges. Yep. And that's what I think superheroes are. It is. And that's what they were made for back when they were comics. Like mm. Superman was used to to boost up morale back in the war because mm. he was like the almighty American superhero. Mm. Same with Captain... Not fuck, Not Superman. Captain America. Okay. Uh, he was born during World War II to mm. sort of say like, ha, I'm Captain America. You can't hurt us because yeah. we're America. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's what Westerns turn into. They turn into our superheroes. Yep. And I, I think that's fascinating because they couldn't be more different. I mean, but yeah. the themes are the same.
1: It is. I mean, there's only so many stories. Yeah, <laughs> you know, true. dress them up differently.
0: And, and that makes me think, all right, so if that happened to Westerns, what's going to be our next sci-fi? What's going to be our next, uh, uh, you know, action movie trend? what's going to be the next what are those movies going to evolve to
1: i'm i'm seeing more instead of like a genre dying and mm. i'm seeing more of just uh blurring the lines of a genre yeah. you know i mean the the lines of what an action is the, the lines of what a comedy is what an action comedy is i'm seeing more sub-genre movies now than i've seen ever in my life yeah. you know the science fiction romantic comedy slash drama you know it's just I mean, there's so many different sub-genres now that are blending what a movie and can I, be.
0: and i think this is due because people are realizing that movie characters aren't one-dimensional. They're in one exaggerated emotion. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make them more like people. Yeah, which means that they have to be complicated. They have to go through a lot of mm-hmm. um, trauma, and they have to go through a lot of happiness, and they have to laugh. Yeah, and I, I just think it's interesting that from from going all the way back to like westerns where we had the the sort of. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The cleanest mm. wood. The hero with no name. Mm-hmm. That kind of guy. The sort of brooding silent hero that would shoot you and mm-hmm. calmly go and take a sip of his whiskey. Yeah. Kind of guy. We went from that to like this huge, um, complicated, no country for old man kind of characters mm-hmm. through great kind of characters. Yeah. Which are have the same themes but the characters are a little bit more vulnerable mm-hmm. uh you can see that drinking is not romantic shit i keep bumping the mic yeah. drinking is not romanticized mm-hmm. now it's like an actual issue yeah. for for the dude yep. um killing isn't glorifying now it's like a thing that has a punishment yes and so it, it's just it's just been an interesting genre to watch sort of change over over time mm-hmm. and then i'm a product of the 90s so like mm-hmm. I've i've only been exposed to really the the evolved form of Westerns so yeah. those themes applied in other contexts. Mm. And then I go back and I watch old Westerns and I'm like, all right, I don't like this, mm. but I get why it was popular at the time. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. I don't know why I don't like him, but I think culturally they're fascinating.
1: They are. They are. I mean, I'm, I'm more into like the newer ones. The, the last one I had was a uh, dead man from 1995 from Jim Jarmusch. I know I'm saying his last name wrong, but this guy, if you look up on his, uh, his Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb mm-hmm. to where they do um, the ratings like a Rotten Tomatoes, everything's fresh from this guy. Mm. Everything is fresh. I haven't seen the majority of his films. So, I mean, if you're a film Wait, buff. fresh means good.
0: Yes. Okay, cool.
1: Very, very good. So, I mean, down the list, good. The uh, the only one that stood out for me, and like I said, if you're a film buff, then you know the five or six movies that I'm not going to name that had like 100% on the Rotten Tomatoes, but I just don't know those movies. But a Sling Blade was the other one he did with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Okay. It's, 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 it's one of my favorite movies because like Billy Bob Thornton is just going around and mm-hmm. get some of them uh, French fried potatoes. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's just the whole time. It's at, mm-hmm. I, I, I reckon I'm me something to eat. Mm hmm. <laughs> you know? That's fucking so, great yes the character he does that the entire movie love that but anyway um that that director jim jarmusch uh so he directed dead man came out in 1995 starring johnny depp huh one of my favorite johnny depp movies besides um a movie that i'll let you know about later because i can't think of the name of it (laughs) benny and june besides benny and june but um it's uh, basically after after murdering a man johnny depp he murders a man then uh, he encounters a, a indian named nobody not um not India, Indian, Native American, I guess mm-hmm. would have been better.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's funny. We sort of, the Spaniards mm-hmm. or Christopher Columbus came in and said, like, wait, you're Indians, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, no. And no. I was like, nah, you're Indians. No,
1: he was like, because like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, It was like, this is India. I know this is India. You guys are Indians. <laughs> you know, but like, no, this, we're not, no. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You're Indians. Yeah. You're fine.
0: Yeah, but uh, okay. So he murders someone. And he meets nobody. A Native yeah. American.
1: Yeah, he uh he 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 murders someone, and then a uh, Native American named Nobody. Mm-hmm. He uh he pretty much guides him through his uh, his spiritual release from this world. Okay, you know, so he has a flesh wound, well, a terminal <laughs> wound, uh, a gunshot, but it's like he lives for like another few days. You know, okay. as he's dying, but uh, Nobody just helps him, pretty much, come to terms with his death that he is gonna die. Okay. You know? And the cinematography in this thing is top notch, man. It's one of the best movies I've seen. Cinematography. All right. So, so one one scene.
0: I love when someone's in the middle of a sentence and go like, "All right, listen." Yes, let me. I do- got to fucking.
1: Yep, let me <laughs> drop this shit. <laughs> All right. So um. So Johnny Depp. One scene. Johnny Depp hasn't come to the terms that he's gonna die. Mm-hmm. He knows he's shot, but he. I mean, he doesn't think he's gonna die. You know, so he's leaned up against a tree. You know, with holding his wound. You know, to his chest. And the, Indian, the Native American named Nobody. I keep saying Indian because that's what it says, you know, the on the thing. You know, yeah, in <laughs> the description. You know, but the, uh, the Native American uh, named Nobody, he's, he's looking at Johnny Depp's character uh, uh, just slumped over on the, uh, on the tree. Mm-hmm. And what the camera does, it takes Johnny Depp's face and begins to fade his facial features out and fade in a skull. You know, oh, okay. as the guy's right. looking at him to signify that he's dying exactly. you know and johnny Depp's looking it's like what are you looking at you know <laughs> and he's like i see the death in you you know and yeah. it's it's really really. that's
0: good. an interesting technique that mm. dissolves yeah. i see that a lot in kubrick mm. oh, movies yeah, yeah. Uh, i feel like he's the one that sort of made that shit as um how do you say it? as pervasive as it is Pervasive. Okay. Yeah. uh because uh and, and there's a lot of movies that I don't see a lot of cross Solves in. People mm. don't use them as heavily as they should. Yeah. But Kubrick's one of those directors that uses the the cross in that way to like mm-hmm. set up the next shot and have some symbolism into it. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's I like movies that do that. Movies that don't treat the audience like they're stupid. Yeah. That you can see mm-hmm. the symbolism between a shot, even if you're not a film buff. Yeah. So by that, I just want to watch that movie now.
1: It's <laughs> it's so good, man. Cinematography's top notch, but yeah
0: cool uh interestingly enough johnny dubb made another western lone ranger which oh. wasn't good that uh, wasn't great yeah. it was
1: okay that was disney wasn't it i thought like that was disney I th-
0: maybe i think so i did, think that was disney yeah didn't he do uh rango too he did rango that was, was a western that was a, that was a cute movie <laughs> yeah that was a that cartoon was a really... western but you see that's the thing mm-hmm. Now we're getting a lot of subgenres mm. from that's Westerns. What, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. we, Like you said, we don't know what's really a Western anymore until yeah. we really think about it. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I think Westerns are sort of not a great piece of art anymore mm. is because back in the old times, they were based on sort of the, 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 the hero. Mm. You know, you, you had that. But now they're based in sort of the Western action. Sure. And like the gun and like the set pieces. Mm. So you lose a lot of like, we didn't have a lot of character back in the in the old Westerns. I mean, mm. they were there. Um, and they had characterization through their actions, but we kind of lose that through the modern Westerns. Mm. Because they're not focusing on character interaction, other focusing on how to you get to the next scene. Some, like it's just some. Yeah.
1: Like I said, Corn Brothers. I'm not gonna bash anything. Corn Brothers. Like they, they're doing it correctly. Yeah. You know. But yeah, some of the other modern westerns. Yeah. I'm talking about the thing. kind of the subpar ones.
0: Oh, the, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the the, the yeah. sort of like they're not good, but they're not bad mm, ones. Yeah. That's what that's what I think is, is 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 sort of contributed to the death of the genre, mm. because you get you get people like the Coen Brothers that do it really well. You get people mm. like Quentin Tarantino that mm. do them really well. Yeah. Um but those are a minority mm. realistically compared to the amount of movies that come out. Yeah. Uh and and I think Westerns to a fault were killed by the overemphasis and em- emphasizing, uh, overemphasizing the action mm. instead of uh keeping it close and intimate and then focusing on how the characters behave in this in, in, in the set pieces of mm. the action. Mm. Now it's all about oh great, okay, how can I blow up the trend and have it look really cool? Yeah. Instead of like, okay, how can I show that this character doesn't like killing people? Mm. And I feel like that's part of the the death of westerns in a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not completely dead yet, but I don't think it's gonna ever make a resurgence. Not westerns alone is gonna be those subgenres, you know, yeah. of western. If if it makes a resurgence at all,
0: well, the themes for westerns are really interesting, so mm. we're gonna see those a lot, mm-hmm. but we're not gonna see them presented as westerns. Nope. And we got um, uh, I'm I think I'm looking forward to when sci-fi westerns are a really good genre.
1: What? um
0: firefly yeah i know firefly was amazing yeah I that's a western Ro-fly. holy Sci-fi shit firefly is a western yes it is what <laughs> holy fuck i forgot about fucking that. joss wheaton
1: is I like i love fire we would have been remiss had we not mentioned, mentioned firefly,
0: firefly. <laughs> yes holy shit i forgot about or firefly the, the movie the, the serenity the movie was amazing i loved that whole series yes yeah, let's talk about Firefly a little bit. We, I think we're kind of done with. Let's talk about Firefly for a little
1: bit. I mean, it's it's a television show. It only lasted for one season. It was directed and written by Joss Whedon, starring um,
0: Nathan, uh, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. You know the lady, the companion. Mm-hmm. She was the wife of Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool. Oh. Uh, I forgot. Her, I forgot her fucking name. The, she's the the she, the companion. She's the escort of the group. Um, oh. The hot brunette. Mm. Uh, she was the Deadpool's wife in the movie, in the recent movie. Oh, okay. Right. Yep. Just fun fact. Yeah. All right. Um. But uh. But, Firefly. I mean, why do we why do we love Firefly so much? What's what's a, what's what is it about Firefly?
1: The people. It was right. It was the people. It, it, every single character, but the characters had depth. You know, even with uh Nathan Fillion, he was the captain of the ship and. It's, he he was an odd character because what were they th- like basically pirates yeah pretty much they're <laughs> space pirates yeah they're space pirates you know so it's like how am i going to feel sympathy for this group of bandits
0: and you do <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know you do it perfectly
1: yeah you know and i mean and it's not only is it that kind of western sci-fi is it's just as much a comedy
0: it really is. <laughs> it's just but as it, much a comedy. But that's the greatest thing about television because mm. uh, you have so many, so much time to develop these characters that you can really go in a direction any particular episode. Mm-hmm. So you can have a funny episode and then you can have a serious episode where you get some character exposition. Yeah. And it still feels balanced and there's not a lot of like um, storytelling mm. uh, bias yeah. for any one character or the other because they all get equal time. Mm. Um, so Firefly, I think Firefly did that masterfully.
1: Yes, Uh. there was an episode and I'm thinking about my favorite episode it's called uh, A Man Named Jane (laughs) you remember that one and they uh, they thought that he was a savior because uh, when he was escaping uh, the cargo load was too heavy so he had to dump off all the money and everything that he was stealing so then the people down below thought that he was their savior giving them everything so they worshipped him for the longest and built a statue for him and when they came back everybody's singing the song about the man named Jane you know I mean it's I love Firefly (laughs) man
0: Fall is Flies is one of those cultural classics. I mean, it's always mm. going to be alive in someone's yeah. mind. Mm. But I think that even though, because it, it felt like a Western, but it was technically sort of like an apoco- post-apocalyptic Western. Somewhat, I yeah. think. Yeah. And, and you had people that were fighting for something, so you had the theme of like, no, I'm not going to be oppressed by the law. Mm. And you had the, the theme of like every time there were characters, I think there was one or two characters that were driven by revenge. In the show, I don't necessarily remember. Mm. Uh, Nathan Fillion was always kind of like the charming outlaw hero yeah. of the movie. So, again, I, th- I think it's it's a perfect example of how the themes have evolved from Westerns into yes. what they are now. Yeah. And Firefly, listen, if I know there's a lot of people that tell you to watch Firefly, but if you haven't watched Firefly, go fucking watch Firefly. Do it now. It's on Netflix, I think.
1: Do it now. Well, finish listening to this and then go do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Finish <laughs> this and then go
0: watch Firefly. I guarantee you won't regret it. Yeah. Uh oh man that's so fucking good. Yeah.
1: So I mean we still have, we have a few like writer directors that are making some good stuff as far as westerns in our new modern era. Joss Whedon, Corn brothers, Tarantino, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean if if you're interested in doing I mean that's that's what we're here for now. Eventually hopefully we'll be able to make our version of what we feel a western is, yeah, you know, and that's all it is. I mean, interpretation of something that is no longer around. The westerns aren't around, so whatever you're making, you're calling a western is just an interpretation of
0: that of a western. Yeah, well, yeah. I think yeah, it westerns is. are the grandfathers of all this other stuff. Yes,
1: yes. I mean, even these modern genres aren't what westerns used to be. It's no. just an interpretation of what I would was.
0: really love to see a filmmaker mm-hmm. do. A pure western,
1: Oof.
0: like bring back the old fucking
1: go like an wide
0: shots. Yeah. The pure west, like study what a western is mm-hmm. from those like really popular years, and then try to recreate that in modern times mm. and see how that plays out. Shot digitally uh i'm i'm okay with digital or film
1: because i mean it's because I'm, I'm i'm thinking about it you know so we're, if you're just off in arizona somewhere you know the dusky plain and are we using modern guns where they're all shiny and everything looks cool and it's shot digitally i think, I think that know? would
0: be incredible uh, i think i think that we i think that i would love if we stripped the grid away mm-hmm. from western mm-hmm. and we just had a, a like a normally saturated western mm-hmm. no heavy color correction mm-hmm. And we just had a gang of people fighting another gang of people. Like a very intimate story mm. from sellers are like in this place for whatever reason. Yeah. Whether it's post a post-apocalyptic, I don't care. Mm. I just want to see the Western cinematography that we know from the nineteen sixties to the nineteen eighties yeah. or nineties yeah. brought back to a modern setting and see how that plays out now.
1: I wouldn't mind saying. And
0: up. see if it's like see if the quintessential elements of a Western can stand up to now what we expect out of movies. Yeah, that's I would love to see that. That would be nice. Uh, I uh, I think the closest thing we've gotten to that, I know, some interpretation mm. um, was ten uh, million ways to die in the West. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, it's not a good movie. Okay. It's, it's Seth.
1: Uh, oh, is that the comedy?
0: Yeah, the one with uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Mm. It's not a great movie. Yeah, but it still had an it had the broad comedy view. Mm. But it's still one of those movies that. Sort of try the wide shot. Sort of yeah. try the old cinematography. Mm-hmm. But it was a comedy. I wanna yeah. see that in 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 sort of like a pure Western mm. fiction. Yeah. I wanna see that. And I don't care how anyone does it. Just do it. Use Glocks, use yeah. revolvers, use fucking <laughs> snipers. I don't give a shit. Use laser guns. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Just do it and see if you can stand, if it can stand up to today's time. I'm with it. Sweet. Anything any fuck, ow, that really hurt. Yeah. No, I hid my hand. <laughs> like, no, I'm not alright.
1: <laughs> Why do you think I'm shaking my hand like this? <laughs> you think because it's okay? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything else on westerns that you think is um, important?
1: That was it. I mean, Dances with Wolves with uh, Kevin Costner. I mean, that that um, the reason I brought it up because it took the uh, the Oscar from Goodfellas. Goodfellas hey, didn't fuck win the, the Oscar. Fuck, really? Yeah, Martin Scorsese did not win that Oscar that year from the uh, the Western Dances with Wolves.
0: Fucking Kevin Costner. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Best Picture. <laughs> Dancing with the Wolves is good though, man. Damn, it's like seven hours long, but it's Jesus. really good. <laughs> you know?
0: uh, man. Listen, I don't. I, I'm a Scor- I'm a huge Scorsese fan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would. I would actually love to see what he does with a western. That Scorsese, that would be interesting. That would be nice. Yeah, I see.
1: That. Scor- I'll watch that.
0: Scorsese, go fucking do a western.
1: He's doing a show right now that like people are bashing hardcore. It's on HBO. It's called Vinyl. <laughs> it's about the uh, the rock and roll age and stuff like that and the review the reviews aren't great the the numbers aren't good that's but interesting it is but I'm like i haven't seen it, you yeah, know? I haven't seen it. only I thing seen it. i know about it is like the reviews and what people are saying about it and mark marion like defending the shit out of it on his podcast saying what do you think that you know more than martin scorsese <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> so that's, that's all i know about it so far uh, is, is scorsese jewish i don't scorsese i don't know he, he looks jewish i get i don't know i don't know it was a setup to my next joke that i love nothing more than seeing an angry jew defend a slightly less angry jew yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i fucking i fucking love mark Marin. yeah man. he's one he's of nice. those people he's fun uh
1: yeah that's all i had.
0: <laughs> okay that's cool man uh i think that's it i'm on a western thing go yeah. watch fucking firefly go watch a magnificent seven mm-hmm. explore okay explore the old westerns yeah even though you might not love them you should still explore them and give them a chance as a filmmaker just mm-hmm. so you know what the themes are when you watch more modern movies and you can identify them. Yeah. Um, but I, I, recommendations, I recommend The Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. I recommend Two Grid, mm-hmm. which is on my queue. I recommend The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, mm-hmm. which is the cleanest word. It's the cleanest word, right? Oh, uh, yes, yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good classic. Go mm-hmm. watch those, go watch the sort of quintessential Western movies.
1: I mean, you have to, there's one called Tombstone that I didn't mention, but it's just, they. you get that cliche, well, it's cliche now, mm-hmm. but the, oh, a snake bit me in a, in a place that I don't want you to see, but now you got to suck the venom out of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it's like it was done uh, in Tombstone. So, I mean, see, see Tombstone, see uh, see um, Magnificent Seven. Oh, was it Ridiculous Seven? Magnificent
0: no, Magnificent Seven.
1: Magnificent Seven. Yeah. You know, but there's a lot There's a lot of good ones out there. I enjoy the, uh, what we're saying, the modernization of it. Joss Whedon, Corn Brothers, Tarantino, mm-hmm. uh, even um, Seth MacFarlane, you know, tried it out too. So, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Westerns are still alive.
0: It's a fun genre, but mm-hmm. it's a complicated genre, mm-hmm. and it's an interesting one culturally. Yeah. So, I think that we owe it to the genre to, like, watch it and enjoy it, mm-hmm. but we also owe it to new cinemas, to you not know, get stuck in the old ways and find a way to bring that back into the modern era. Yeah um that's about it that's all i have to say
1: yeah because i got a pee. so
0: all right cool gonna... i mean we're gonna take a break <laughs> and we'll be back with the premieres mm. in a bit all right so enjoy the little music gonna pee? yeah I'm, i gotta pee too <laughs> no, don't worry i'll just i just go outside it's cool <laughs> be right back. Sweet. let's do the closing bit in a little bit two one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back uh we peed yes, we're ready to go we're back from the potty i got water so i can pee again later mm-hmm. now let's talk about the fucking premieres
1: premieres we'll start with tv premieres
0: tv give it to me
1: all right march the 31st thursday the first premiere is archer is coming back
0: archer that's fucking uh, tomorrow right isn't it
1: today today thursday that's today yeah, yeah. that's today yeah archer's um, coming back and the archer's back danger zone in the danger zone. away to, to the danger, danger zone. zone. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. I fucking love Archer. Hell yeah. Such a good
1: show. Oh yeah. Like every, every time I hear the danger zone song, I think of Archer first, then Top Gun. <laughs> I mean, love it, love it, love it. Lana.
0: <laughs>
1: La- Lana. played by um, Aisha Tyler, who does She's a podcast, she does a podcast as well called Girl on Guy
0: i've heard a couple episodes of her podcast mm-hmm.
1: she's really really good really nice
0: good. no she, shout out to alicia tyler yeah, she, I'm sure. needed, yeah she, she listens to the podcast yeah no absolutely <laughs> we listens. got you alicia we got oh, yeah. you
1: um the the next show is um is on animal planet premiering tonight as well on animal planet at 9 p.m it's called finding bigfoot finding we're gonna find this motherfucker man we're gonna find this sasquatch <laughs> how many
0: <laughs> fucking shows about finding bigfoot have there been this, Everyone was just kind of like, ah, he's just a blurry monkey.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. We're This time, it's not looking for Bigfoot.
0: It's finding Bigfoot.
1: If if Bigfoot is not found at the conclusion of this show, I'm going to be thoroughly pissed off. This is false advertisement. Because I've been led to believe that we will be finding Bigfoot. Not looking for Bigfoot. Finding not, the motherfucker. Finding this motherfucker.
0: We're so, going to find the blurry bastard and we're going to bring him to justice. Yes. For the things that he didn't do. Exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna blame gay marriage on him yes and uh, fucking uh, start hanging people again
1: yes so if at the end of this if, if the end of the show if they don't find shaquille o'neal and lock him up then it's gonna be a problem <laughs> it's gonna be a problem for me <laughs> bigfoot has been out here <laughs> for years and they, they're just letting him run wild they're just letting shaquille o'neal walk around wild out I here just,
0: i just now picture like bigfoot destroying free balls and missing all Yes. The yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so
1: that's, that's finding Bigfoot, Bigfoot Animal Planet 9 p.m. Uh, the next show premieres Thursday, March 31st as well and it's Rush Hour the TV show.
0: Is, sorry, so, I'm still laughing at the Bigfoot.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: wait, Rush Hour has a television show It's now? the TV
1: show. is exactly what you think it is. Huh. It's exactly what you think it is. So, um, who's, so the,
0: who's leading? Who, who's
1: Jackie Chan? Jackie yeah. Chan is uh, a man named uh, John Fu.
0: John Fu. Okay. Uh, He's Asian. I'll give him that. Yeah.
1: Well, presumably.
0: Yeah.
1: Hopefully. But uh, Jackie Chan trained this guy up for the past few years to get him ready for this role in the Rush Hour TV show. And uh, the guy playing Chris Tucker's part is a guy named uh, Justin Hines. Justin Hines. He was in 21 Jump Street. Huh. I still can't put a face to his name i don't know who the you fuck know. is but um they'll be doing rush hour on cbs starting at 10 o'clock that's interesting i'm guessing because of the notoriety behind the name rush hour that at least some people will tune in to to watch it
0: i mean rush hour is one of my favorite movies yeah uh i, I fucking love rush hour okay uh rush hour three not so much uh what how the fuck do you spell this guy's name
1: <laughs> uh justin and then heinz like the ketchup yeah like heinz ketchup yeah.
0: okay well all right, found him. I think. Keep talking.
1: Yeah, but uh, he's on Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, that is April thirty. I mean March thirty first, Thursday tomorrow, Friday, April the first. What's coming in? This is this made my day. This made my week. This might have made my twenty sixteen right here. This might have made my whole 2016 I'm sorry. I'm not building this up too much either. I am not building this up too much. The name of this movie that will be premiering on Sci-Fi at eight PM. Yeah, it is a Western, and it is in Sci-Fi and it's fantasy. The name of this movie: Dead Seven.
0: All Dead right, Dead Seven.
1: Huh. It sounds like sounds a Western. It comes. It comes out on April the first. It sounds like an April Fool's joke, but this latest Sci-Fi movie is indeed a boy band zombie Western featuring the Backstreet Boys. In sync, ninety-eight degrees and O-town. Yes, what
0: the
1: yes. Fuck? More yes. And to top, to top it off, to top it off, yeah. do you know who's making this movie? The um. creators of Sharknado.
0: Are you fucking with me? No. Are you serious I am right now? so
1: serial right now. All right, <laughs> I'm hooked. I'm super serial right now. Dead <laughs> 7, Western fantasy sci-fi. Eight p.m. The Backstreet Boys. Oh God. In sync bro nsync backstreet boys
0: i'm so into it you're all i ever wanted they sing that when they kill the zombies i mean you're all i ever
1: yes i'm expecting all of that breaking neck 98 degrees wait so
0: nsync (laughs) means that timberlake's there nope he's not he's not in the i
1: mean he's he's not listed so i mean he might make a cameo at the end or something like that but the one they have listed is uh chris kirkpatrick okay and I know all of their names by heart. Now, I, listen, the only one I know is
0: Timberlake. You're the Gilmore Girls guy, Golden I loved, Girls.
1: I loved Sync. I was uh, talking to a guy today at work, yeah. and it was like, both both of us are black guys <laughs> n- that knew every single word to every Sync song. I was like, wow, I didn't think my childhood existed like this somewhere else. <laughs> you know, so it's
0: cool. Like, I got you, bro.
1: Hell yeah, I got him for fucking ever now.
0: If you're in a party... so
1: so so again i repeat april the 1st dead 7 sci-fi 8 p.m is gonna be the most amazing piece of shit you'll ever see in your life
0: you know what i think is the funniest part about that show Mm -hmm. that it's on sci-fi
1: yeah i mean it's, it's, it's on sci-fi like a respectable science fiction channel and they're gonna put out the biggest piece of shit you i mean this is gonna be the biggest steaming turd that you could ever think of
0: <laughs> you know that's it you know i'm i'm gonna watch it yes i'm gonna watch I'm it i'm gonna give it a go i'm gonna watch that all Watch just like come back next week and be like holy shit that was incredible
1: yeah man hey <laughs> i'm ready for the sequels you can bring in the spice girls bring in the girl bands too bring in all of it man bring it
0: all in i well, tell you what i want what i really really want L- that zombie
1: yes <laughs> yes man ah oh, shit that's awesome so go s- see that tomorrow uh that's it for the t- premieres on tv then movies uh the first one coming up is a movie called "Gods not dead part two
0: <laughs> they made a fucking second one
1: they made a second Fuck one man. go back and listen to our sequels episode please
0: Fuck me, we don't need it. God's not dead didn't make enough money to make a second one.
1: The thing is, if God's not dead and that's your, your point of view for the movie, okay, but now I think, uh, what is the the Shakespeare thing? Me thinks thou doth protest too much. It's like, okay, he's not dead. Me thinks
0: de- thy lady protest, doth protest
1: too much. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, he's not dead. I promise he's not dead. We're going to make 12 movies until you believe it. Like, who are you trying to convince?
0: That's such, <laughs> like, okay, I haven't seen this movie, admittedly, mm-hmm. but I've seen some interviews reviews in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it runs into the Kirk Cameron problem mm. about not being, it's too preachy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's way too preachy. Mm. Like everyone that's like, everyone's Christian in the movie except mm. the assholes are yeah. Christians. They're yeah. not Christian. Yeah. Or like they over-exaggerate the liberal agenda. Mm. Because apparently God's a conservative now.
1: Apparently so, yes. Hardcore conservative. <laughs> and he has a penis. And, and he has a penis. Because he's male. We identify yep. him with the pronoun of he. He
0: exactly. has a penis. I would love for God to be a woman, and then every like sexist Christian just kind of she just kind of goes like, "All right, well, you know, you kind of fucked up there, buddy." Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, (laughs) like what the hell? Yeah. Uh,
0: Anyways, but God's not dead. Mm, Part two, pretty shit movie. Mm -hmm. I don't imagine part two being a better movie.
1: I mean, everything has its market. The thing, because like I didn't think that anyone seen God's not not dead part one, but a good deal of people seen it. That. That feel like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like me and my girlfriend, we didn't think anybody, one person on earth, liked Kevin James. And then me, you talked about. He was like, "I love Kevin James." Kevin
0: James is dope. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I'm like, "There's a if they're making another one like the plowbart and carp two, mm-hmm. then people are seeing it. If God's Not Dead Part One, I mean, neither one of us seen it, but
0: it, they're making a, a Part Two. It's such an niche audience that mm. I, I'm. Listen, I'm glad that they're making the movie. I like guess. it's the worst. People are having jobs. Yeah, um, but. God, we don't fucking need another God's Not Dead. <laughs> we I don't need it.
1: I didn't need the first one, but, you know, uh,
0: <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. yeah. Let's move on.
1: The uh, the next movie is another short week. Is, uh Meet the Blacks, rated R, and it's starring uh, Mike Epps. Mike Epps. Mike Epps, um, we were talking about, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, he was in Friday, well, next Friday.
0: Yeah, that was in the sequels episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's next uh, Friday. Yeah, so he okay. uh, he was the he was the the stoner or the cokehead, something like that, right? I, I mean, weed. It's uh, it's all we- focused weed. on weed in those yeah, shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: cool. yeah. He was the one of many of the the stoners <laughs> <laughs> in, in that movie. But yeah, um, he's he's starring in his own movie called Meet the Blacks. Uh, rated R. And it comes out this weekend.
0: So, Sounds like a comedy, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that a parody of Meet the Fuckers, by any chance?
1: I don't believe so. Uh, okay. Yeah. But um, if you want to support Mike Epps in his career, I mean, he's an excellent stand-up comedian. He's done a number of good movies. And the movie that I'm waiting for is um, the Richard Pryor
0: uh, biopic. biopic. Is yeah. he, he's doing that, too? Yep. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor is I, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan of black comics. because mm-hmm. I never did Because they're black? The culture. <laughs> I'm not a, you know, besides that's the whole a, them being yes. black
1: thing, I love them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the only problem that I have with black comics is that they're black. Mm-hmm, that's the only thing. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's a fucking soundbite for you. Yeah. Uh, no, I I was just never part of the culture mm. that they, they make, you know, they, they grew up with and they have their jokes in. Okay. So I never understood them pretty well, but mm. Richard Pryor was the one that started breaking down that barrier for me because mm. he was so relatable in the way he told the joke okay that even if I wasn't with the culture or like knew what he was talking about, mm. I'd still find it funny. Okay. Uh, so I, I mean, Richard Pryor is one of my favorites.
1: He is my number one, number one, number nice. one, number one. Rich Pryor. but um, what was funny is we uh, we brought up Cat Williams before a few weeks ago. Okay, boo boo. Yeah. Now the things something stuff is going on with Cat Williams. Now um, he's into drugs. Apparently,
0: he's. I'm he, not surprised. Yeah,
1: he's uh, he's gone. He just recently got released on bond from jail a couple of days ago from hitting a, a kid in the face at a playground. Not making this up. You know,
0: Um what the fuck, cat?
1: He had his uh, house raided uh, a few like last year, and he was covered in chocolate and whipped cream, head to toe, <laughs> head to toe, and uh. Is there-
0: was there someone with him?
1: Yeah, he had a woman with him.
0: Oh, okay, good. It'd yeah. be weird if he was just covered in chocolate and with cream. And yeah. there was no one like having sex with him at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, th- the thing is, I just do this for fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, to to his defense, though, is when he punched that, that kid in the face, yeah. I mean, that's asshole move. Like, who does that? You know, but when he did that, you know everybody had the camera phone out it's recorded anything that you do especially as a celebrity and even as a regular person is going to get recorded you know and the thing about Richard Pryor is is well documented the things that went on with his past he had a number of wives number of wives more than about
0: prior account. richard Pryor, richard okay, Pryor.
1: Cool. richard Pryor had his own demons that he dealt with too and was still regarding him as the bit one i am at least as yeah. the best comedy uh, comedian ever this guy wanted to get high so bad he accidentally set himself on fire on fire this guy wanted to get high so bad that he went and sucked some dick for money he wanted to get high so bad that he went around eating assholes out for money. Jesus. You know Christ. what I'm saying? But the thing is, we don't have any video of this. We don't <laughs> we have no video of it. None. <laughs> you know? If Cat Williams <laughs> wanted to get high that bad, <laughs> and he's out there sucking dick. I promise you it will be up on the internet. <laughs> you know? It will be there for everybody to see.
0: I was so curious to see where you were going with yes. this. And you fucking delivered.
1: <laughs> It will be there for us, <laughs> you know. At least, at least Richard Pryor had had time to process what happened. Uh, you know, fuck. it was like, it was like, okay, yeah, I sucked a dick. So what? Yada yada yada, and then deliver that into the into the world with his own skewed
0: view yeah, of like it. Like he could he could make it funny. Yeah, he can make it his own story.
1: Yeah, he can make his own story. But when in 2016, the story it. is delivered for you. <laughs> We've determined what the story is, you're and funny. is that you're an asshole because you hit a kid in the face?
0: Here's <laughs> you know? here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna like cat williams is a dick for doing that i yes, get it he's yep. a total shithead yep but i've i've been <laughs> i gotta admit this yep. i was in a in a family party about two years ago mm-hmm. and there was one kid being a shithead yeah <laughs> And like just running and screaming and fucking being a dick when he was told to be quiet yeah and so while he was running in front of me he was just kind of doing laps around the couch so mm-hmm. i don't know why the fuck he was doing that yeah kids are, i don't know kids are dumb yeah and uh <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes,
1: I agree with that. Kids yeah. are dumb. Yes. <laughs>
0: so fucking... Their tiny brands just can't fucking function. Yeah, like one. But, know. uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Who said that? What the hell?
1: Take that shit back. Take it back.
0: <laughs> Get out of here, Donald Trump. This isn't for you. Yes. God, fucking sneaking into my podcast. Dang shit.
1: (laughs) So kid kid is running around with his tiny brain, yes. Kid
0: is running around on the fucking couch, and I'm getting tired of him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's freaking the cat out. Yeah. He's just running around being a little asshole. Yeah. So I, I just kind of like stretched conveniently as he's running on Boop. the couch. Mm-hmm. He fucking ate shit. Of course he did. He just, he like, he like fell. Not only he fell face flat, mm-hmm. he fell and then he
1: slid. And slid. Like mm-hmm. a foot. Yeah.
0: And I watched it and I had to go, I had to like stop laughing. Like oh, man. when the parents <laughs> looked at me, I was like, he just fucking ate like. He poof.
1: just ate it.
0: And I was just like, you fucking deserve that, you little shit. Nice. So he hit a kid. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole, mm-hmm. but I'm also an asshole. <laughs> I'm not
1: gonna say <laughs> you know delivering righteous retribution <laughs> I have determined that I'm gonna lay down this smite upon you myself
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm your god now yeah exactly yeah <laughs> I determine when you're fucking on the ground or when you're running around you little <laughs> shit I do it <laughs> oh that's funny that's funny is that is that it for me
1: yeah that that, that wraps it up that was a hell of
0: a fucking tangent
1: yeah man <laughs> I mean, we've we went everywhere on this episode from yeah. like, from our opening to now. We've gone everywhere. We've gone
0: places. Yeah. 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 Listen, I, I still say it. Don't be a dick. Mm. But if your kid's being a dick, mm. I can trip him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I can. I farted on a kid one time. Yeah. Yep. I. I uh. He was uh, also being a dick. Mm. And I, I. just farted. I just farted right on him. Like right, Wait, right uh, fucking on. Set him. Set the scene. Uh. We we were it was it was again on a couch Mm. and it was like a christmas dinner or something yeah and and everyone's like sort of like drinking having a good time laughing gossiping like puerto rican family do Mm. everyone's so loud that you can barely hear yourself think yeah so this guy was just kind of running around fucking clackling dolls on the table yeah and he was like fucking on personal spaces of people and Mm. just uh, just being a general shithead yeah and he wouldn't like sit down to eat properly everyone was already eating so I'm just kind of sitting on the couch and I'm just looking at this kid not listening. Yeah. I'm just like, if you fucking come over here, I swear to God I'll do something I will to
1: you. unleash the fury <laughs> of my bowels. It <laughs> has been festering for the past two hours.
0: <laughs> and and he, <laughs> looking back, he was just playing. I mean, he's a fucking kid. Yeah. He's like five. Yeah. Um, uh, But I was really annoyed at him because mm. I'm not a social person. Mm. I'm already out of my comfort zone and I got a fucking kid drooling on me mm. uh, with like dirty Legos that probably have like some sort of like kid carried bird flu or some shit yeah and i'm annoyed so i just like as i stand up he's like on the couch and i just kind of like gently direct my asshole towards his face Mm -hmm. and then i just well i mean how i did was one of those no it it was pretty gnarly oh wow it was pretty gnarly
1: (laughs) what did he have to say about this
0: uh nothing he just (laughs) sat there and he just fucking died a little inside that kid is never going to be the same. No, he's not going to process
1: that. He's not going to process, like, why that happened. No. I mean, he's, he's just, just... The next time he's going to go over, he's like, that's the stinky fart man. <laughs> you know, that's all going <laughs> to But the thing,
0: like, like I, I feel like he didn't know what happened. Because, mm. I mean, I never heard from it again. I, I never... Know. The kid never pointed at me. I was like, hey, you farted. Of course he's not going to The say kids that. are honest. Yeah. But I just... The pleasure of, like, having mm. a kid being hyper-aggressive... Putting that five-year-old in his place. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just being like, oh... Mm. Oh, and then just kind of looking down on the couch and just being still for the next hour genuinely brought me joy.
1: I guess that, that stillness for an hour would be worth that for it.
0: Yeah, no, I it was so. great. I almost shat myself doing it, too, and it was Hell worth yeah. it. Hell yeah. Shout out to you, kid. I'm sorry I'm an asshole to you, but you're kind of a dick.
1: I bet you won't do it again.
0: No, he's like Nine. I hope you never listen to me.
1: We should we <laughs> should bring him on the podcast and just have him, like, relive that moment, <laughs> you know, to see how it's affected his life, like, for the past four years.
0: He probably thinks adults are just going to fart on him. Yeah. punishment. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I Shout out to that kid for, like, you know, fucking tolerating me. I guess so, yeah. God, I hate kids. Hmm. I mean, Sh- I love shout kids. Out,
1: shout out to your future wife.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. I really am. Mm. I'm going to fart on you. I just hope you know that.
1: Nice. Hell that yeah. With your
0: wife. Sorry.
1: Hey, I fart on my girl all the time. <laughs> Hi, Tessa. Yeah. All the time. And she loves it. And she loves it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think we're good in this episode now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was episode 10. We've been at it for 10 weeks. Yeah! So... <laughs> 10. Puerto Rico ah, Puerto Rico oh I forgot to do my Puerto Rico <laughs> at the Puerto
1: Rican dinner thing I sure did damn thank damn. you for that
0: yeah uh, but anyways 10 episodes which means we've been at this for 10 weeks mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna keep doing it as often as we're able uh, so, all the often, yes um, so genuinely thank you guys for listening and watching we're at 160 listens on SoundCloud mm. and that translates from iTunes as well so like all the listens from iTunes going yeah. to SoundCloud yeah um and i mean uh, the fact that 160 people have watched our shit collectively it's, yeah it's a little insane
1: i mean the thing about it is it's actually honestly just me listening to it from different people's phones <laughs> <laughs> you know i just listen to it over and over and over again so it's all just me
0: but <laughs> well, no, but, i appreciate it
1: but no but no really uh we do appreciate the listeners and tell a friend you know yeah no absolutely. we're not we're not stopping we're not stopping we're you gonna know, keep so, doing this yeah. as
0: long as as long as we're able to we're gonna keep doing this and uh are you, do you plan on dying soon? I hope not. Do you plan on killing me soon? I was thinking about it. All right. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I considering it. After episode 30, I guess I'm fucked, guys. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, you can... <laughs> 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 what the fuck is wrong with us? Yeah. You can find us on the iTunes podcast app. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as for Film's Sake. And you mm-hmm. can find us on SoundCloud mm-hmm. as well if you don't have an iPhone. Yeah. I'm still trying to find a good platform for Android. Mm. So for you Android listeners, hold on. We'll find something for you. I just can't afford another hosting. Can they not website. use SoundCloud? They can, but I don't like the way SoundCloud operates okay. on mobile. So I'm okay. trying to find a little better solution mm. to make it easier for them. Okay. Um, but I, I, I can't afford another hosting service right now, so mm. they're gonna have to hold on to that.
1: They can deal with SoundCloud. Yeah, they can. Just... My girlfriend has Android. And she that's how she listens. Okay. You know, so. well
0: then, fuck you. You SoundCloud. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, sci-fi sci-fi i think so
1: you'll you'll find out what it is when you get here we'll find out too (laughs) (laughs) i'll catch you guys later bye